I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton, Doctor, your Habit Coach, and now this is part two of our conversation with Mega Gupta. We spent the first part understanding her journey into type one diabetes. And now the second part is about understanding biohacking. You don't necessarily need to listen to the first half to listen to this one, but I would strongly suggest you do part one and then part two. Enjoy. Okay, so now let's jump into the biohacking part, hmm. right? I know that you are a big proponent of biohacking. You talk about it on your social media. You go for conferences about biohacking, etc. So tell me, what was biohacking? Who introduced it to you? How did you discover it? And what are all the things that you've tried so far? what biohacking is basically anything you are how can i explain all this in front of you like you know you're my guru in this you know so much but i'll try to answer with my version of what i think it is it's basically anything and everything that makes you live an optimized life gives you a vital state of mind and body an optimized life hmm. vital state of mind and body hmm. and uh, a dear friend introduced it to me 4 years ago it was in sitting in conversations talking about crypto and biohacking and this and then i was like wait what is that you know and then i asked a few more questions and i went home opened my laptop and just started really absorbing everything that was available to me and then i said i must apply it because it resonates with me because at the root of it all it is basically playing with nature and your body both are available to you abundantly and if you use them wisely both are meant for great things i feel like nature and the human body are so intelligent ashton they are so intelligent we don't have the intelligence to use them wisely so i mean i feel like even with our brains and our bodies we haven't really completely explored what we are capable of we don't so, know how our hair grows hmm. we don't know how the body actually functions hmm. where is the intelligence in it hmm. right absolutely right we think we know these hmm. things hmm. but there is so much to dig deeper into right and like they say right right now i think human intelligence we are just using about what 2% of our brains so imagine what the rest 98% can do so there's still so much more to explore but my take on biohacking is using the nature that's available to you and your body wisely i'm not into heavy gadgets and you know i know there are some biohackers out there who are like you know what we biohack our sleep and we sleep only 3 hours a day and we're functioning so well and i'm like no you're basically moving away from the essence of it all the only way you can biohack your sleep is by giving yourself quality and quantity sleep you know that's the only way you can buy short term okay maybe with tequila or with coffee or with i don't know whatever floats your boat you know but it's not the solution and so my aim with people around me and people who are looking at what i'm doing is to say use these things wisely for your sleep for your workouts and see the results you don't really need really high end gadgets and you know things you can start small and then slowly level up as you go you know it's so nice that you're saying this because whenever we think biohacking we automatically think technology hmm. right the whole hacking thought means technology hmm. but there are so many aspects that are completely free to do hmm. right for example all the breathing practices that fall into biohacking are actually free to do that's right? what i'm saying Air your body there. your body yeah and i remember this conversation i had long time ago that the yogis were one of the first biohackers right because all the stuff that you do in yoga is nothing but a form of biohacking you're trying hmm. to optimize your body for its functioning exactly So like I said you know just nature and your body if you use these two wisely you don't really need much else. So yeah. And then your biohacking journey started with what? What would you consider as your first habit or practice that is a proper biohack? I think I started earning okay. aggressively. 
like every morning i would just walk on grass with that little dew and just really talk to earth under me i don't know if it makes sense it sounds a little woo woo but i just really started connecting with earth mother you know that was my first step again with the pun intended and after that i got myself a sauna and i started doing sauna sessions every morning and started increasing the time slowly and why did you come to the sauna oh by the way i found a nice grounding mat huh, for the bed in case you want one so i'll, okay, I'll send, it, send a link to you why did you find the sauna why did you settle on a sauna as the next step i understood that it's a great hermetic stressor and i had to push the limits of my body to kind of start healing the mitochondria from within and usually people go in for the steam room but i mean correct me if i'm wrong i'm not very good with my technical knowledge i think the steam usually affects your outer skin and makes you break a sweat and it doesn't really go into the body and heal the mitochondria and the sauna does that and i could see great results from uh, using the sauna i was able to manage my glucose really well i could sleep better you could actually see a dip in glucose 100% hmm. 100% immediate and is it because the heart rate increases do you notice your heart rate increasing yes. in the sauna yes hmm. heart rate would increase you would break a sweat you could sweat out the toxins hmm. so that helped and then i started also the other thing with steam hmm. is that um, you don't know what the condition of the steam room is in hmm. so you don't know what mold might be forming hmm. in the boilers etc so you don't know what you're breathing in That's so true. from a health point of view that is the thing that i would be more worried about in a steam compared to a sauna okay sauna yeah. has dry heat and also the kind that you have has red light hmm. so that gives a different form of red light therapy to your body as well yeah which is a great healing modality in itself so you're Correct. basically multitasking in the sauna yeah. so then i got myself a red light panel What are the biohacks that I started immediately was What did you feel after the red light panel did, did you feel a difference or I, was it I did actually you know I and I don't think it's placebo because I'm very in tune with my body and how I'm feeling and I could really feel the red light helping with my skin my hair my energy levels my post workout recovery my sleep and now as and how we are researching more on red light there are way more benefits out there not just these So I started journaling, I started meditation, I started another thing which is available to us like what I do is I wake up in the morning and I put on chants. I would just go on YouTube and see what I'm feeling that day and luckily for us you know we have so much is available to us and that's why I say the internet is such a good medium if we use it wisely. There are these binaural beats. I think I would like to hear from you which ones but there are these you know heal your sacral chakra and that's where the pancreas are heal your heart chakra your crown chakra your throat chakra what are you feeling that day you're finding it difficult to have a conversation with your boss which you've been putting off just put heal your throat chakra and see how you're feeling you know dig into it dwell into it and just so that really helps me it sets the tone for the day and do you do this in the morning after grounding with grounding after journaling what would your morning schedule look like My morning routine I basically a typical day I would wake up around 4 a.m. I would have salt water. I would make coffee in 45 minutes, actually 30. <laughs> and instantly. Uh, yeah. I mean, and then I would have it with coconut milk, good quality coffee with coconut milk and read. I love reading. I would dedicate 2 hours to reading and then the sun comes out slowly and I would open out the house, light my incense sticks, play the chance and then i would sit down to journal in front of my red light panel so that's habit stacking and once i'm done with that that's when i go out because now the sun is well risen and then i start earthing 
and then what do i do usually mostly after that i take mobi for a walk and come back go for my yoga class do a strength training session have some good quality protein and then it's it's around this 11. is around what time so what time would you have your first meal around you're not 11. fasting right now i'm not fasting hmm. No, because you've done your coconut milk and all of that. Yeah. Hmm. So 11 a.m. I would have protein shake, and this is usually my 4 a.m. to 11 a.m. schedule. If I have a tight day, then I would squeeze all of this. I would not go to the gym to work out outside the house. I would do a quick session at home. I would not go for the yoga class and just maybe practice some inversions at home. But mostly, why inversions? I love inversions. Hmm. I feel like the blood flow to the face, brain, you know, everything is so invigorating for me and it really works on my core, on my arm strength, on my legs, everything together at once. Hmm. So it's time saving and it gives me a high every time I'm able to crack a good inversion. It feels better. Nice. It's a skill unlocked. Yeah, it feels powerful. So hmm. first thing in the morning you're like, "Okay, you know, this is powerful." Hmm. Champion. Yeah. Hmm. Champion mentality. <laughs> so usually this is my routine. I'll either elongate it or squeeze it depending on how much time I have in that day. And then ice bath ka we forgot. Yes, I was just going to tell you I totally forgot the ice bath. How could I forget? So we met because of the ice yeah, bath. Yeah, hmm. and now you must come over because I have this ice bath which you put on. and in 45 minutes it cools the water to 4 degrees so there's Fantastic. no dunking of the ice and there's no farmers walk no getting ice from <laughs> no the market wheel barrows nothing <laughs> nothing mm. so yeah i wake up and i first thing i do is immediately put the ice bath on because i know it's going to take 45 minutes to cool to that temperature and sit and read and i try to have my coffee after the ice bath because i want the dopamine hit from the ice bath and not the coffee mm. so yeah that definitely So what is the difference that you felt with the ice bath and difference between that the ice bath and the sauna So the ice bath first thing in the morning the first effect is it's a win you've had against yourself you know you have claimed your position in your own heart and your own mind that you are a champion that champion mentality totally comes through the minute you have done those 4 minutes on a daily basis I try to do 4 minutes hmm. on Sunday I'll do a good long walk Yes, hmm. yes. And on a Sunday, I'll do contrast therapy and do three rounds of ice bath sauna, ice bath sauna. So, firstly, the champion mentality. Second, I now I'm making this change. I'm trying to break the thermal layer when I'm inside because I cannot just sit like this hmm. because then we're constantly create, moving. Yeah. So doing that, I also listen to something at the same time. So that helps. And inflammation, the root cause of everything. of what i understand in life is inflammation and so when i'm doing my ice bath i'm working on reducing my inflammation so for me that's very helpful and cognitive function better memory better sleep better skin better hair i mean you would know the effects of ice bath to are like manifold they're amazing yeah. it's, it's fantastic it's not just for muscle recovery like you normally mm, think of it when we, you know when we talk about athletes doing ice mm. bath right i think so much of the ice bath is psychological mm. right It is. Are you enjoying it? Hmm. I remember when we did it. I was just like, "Are you enjoying it? Why are you frowning? Come on, smile inside, right? <laughs> yeah. You have to psych yourself up into yes. that feeling of are you enjoying it or not? Yes. Otherwise, it is just like, oh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Yes. And I think that teaches you a lot about life as well, right? When life throws you problems, are you smiling at them or are you like, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. True. So true. What else would you add, Ashton, to this stack? As in, not the habits, but the ice bath benefits. So to what ice baths can do to us. So what I would do is I would not do an ice bath immediately after a workout. So right. let's do the way that I would not, hmm. right? Because I want the blood flow from the workout and hmm. I want the stress from the workout hmm. instead of trying to dampen it. So hmm. many gyms have ice baths. Hmm. You would normally do a 
work out and then go to do an mm. ice bath, I would suggest not doing that. Mm. Right? Um, another way that I would use the ice bath is during your workout. Mm. Okay, so in the workout, while you're doing your workout, dip your hands into the ice mm. while you are in the middle of your set. Mm. So the cold recovers your body mm. and your muscle faster so mm. that you can push on the next set. Mm. That's something that else I would probably use the mm. ice bath for. But apart from that, there are different ways of doing it. Like what you've been doing recently, I've been noticing on your mm. stories, is that even if you don't have a full ice bath, mm. dipping your legs in cold water, mm. iced water, mm. dipping your face in ice water, gets a similar reaction than a full body emotion. Mm. So I think mm. those are the things that I would probably mm. add to this. Ha, so that's adding to the habit stack. But what are the other benefits? Anything I missed out? No, I think you got it all. Yeah? Yeah, all yeah, right. yeah. Because it improves circulation for mm. sure. Mm. Right? The big thing is vasoconstriction hmm. and vasodilation. So hmm. to understand this is basically our veins branch out into capillaries. Hmm. Capillaries are what supplies your blood and oxygen and nutrients to all the little, little parts of your body. So hmm. we have millions of capillaries in our body. Hmm. Now, each capillary has a muscle around them, hmm. right? So this muscle needs to know how to open and close because that is what the muscle is used for. Hmm. And if you don't use a muscle, it atrophies and goes away. Hmm. Most of us have atrophied capillaries because we've never used them. We stay in air-conditioned environments. Hmm. We never expose ourselves to extremes. Hmm. So when we do this, especially in the sauna and in the ice bath, we are teaching ourselves vasoconstriction, vasodilation. Hmm. So you'll notice when you get into the ice bath, the first thing that happens is that you start feeling pain. Hmm. Right? That is the vasoconstriction. Hmm. Then suddenly you realize that the pain has disappeared and suddenly you start feeling warm. Hmm. Right? That is when your vasodilation takes place and so now your body is again reheating itself hmm. up. So it's interesting to see those aspects taking place. So that's what I would typically use it for. Hmm. Yeah, and you're very right about using it, uh, not using it post-workout, which... Also, basically with the ice bath, you need to know what you are using it for. And in my case, I'm always on a muscle building spree and I think everybody should be. And that's why I would never do it after a workout. It's usually first thing in the morning to get the dopamine hit and work on the inflammation. It'll wake you up. Yeah. And wake you up and feel powerful and champion mentality and, you know, all of that. Yeah. I mean, we have a common friend and she had been using it post her workout. And we had this conversation a few weeks ago and I'm like... What are you doing? That's the worst time to do it. And she was so bummed. She was <laughs> like, like, I wasted this entire yeah. time. <laughs> she was like, and she's also in the hustle for muscle situation. So she was like, firstly, my muscle has not, I have not my, let my muscle do what it could do. Hmm. And I have been work, doing all the hard work of farmer's walk, dunking the ice, taking that time out. So poor thing. She was very disappointed when she understood that that's not the right time to do it. Correct. Poor thing. I really, really, really. <laughs> so what else have you been experimenting with that you want to add on to your your biohacking stack? I have been experimenting with supplements mm. and with plant medicine okay, and with microdosing of plant medicine and with timings of the ice bath and the sauna, which as you were saying, you saw I recently shifted the timings. Tell I me about the supplements and tell me about the plant medicines. Supplementation, I am adding more of mushrooms, mm. tinctures. I'm doing more chaga, more lion's mane, more reishi and adding... Inositol. I don't know what inositol is. What is inositol? Yeah, it's very good for cognitive function. Okay. And I added 5-HTP. Hmm. I added more ashwagandha. Hmm. I recently added more glycine. Mm -hmm. And turmeric, it's crazy. What an underestimated herb. I mean, I knew it was very beneficial. But recently, randomly, I just googled top anti-aging hacks. And the first thing that <laughs> came, came up was turmeric. Hmm. Do you want to like explain that? I do not get a chance to read the whole thing, but it said turmeric. 
टर्मरिक प्राइमरली एंटी इन्फ्लेमेटरी इट्स ऑल लाइक यू सर इन्फ्लेमेशन इज द मेन थिंग दैट गेट्स वर्स कोक्यूमिन इन टर्मरिक इज द मेन वन दैट रिड्यूस योर इन्फ्लेमेशन एंड इट्स नेचुरल सो विच इज वाई इट्स मेड a big hoha about hmm. but the thing is that you need a lot of turmeric hmm. in order to get the benefit yes it is almost a tablespoon or teaspoon it's a i think 2 teaspoons of turmeric that hmm. you need uh, hmm. the amount so it's actually a curcumin extract could be beneficial but however when you extract curcumin you don't know what are the other molecules in turmeric that you're missing out hmm. on so see this is the thing with supplementation right you have to understand the various hmm. aspects of it hmm. and then take a call on it hmm. and chances are you might get it right chances are you might get it wrong hmm. but it's all experimenting and seeing how you feel at the end of the day yes you'll notice for example when you start supplementing with turmeric maybe a niggling pain that you've had for the longest time suddenly disappears hmm. right so it's those kinds of things that you will notice in We did an entire podcast on turmeric. We had really? uh, a person who owns this company called the Golden Hug. So okay. Nature and Thought is the company, and they have this turmeric supplement called Golden Hug. Hmm. And it's a very interesting supplement altogether. So she was on discussing turmeric and how the benefits and understanding it. So in the Golden Hug was the composition with curcumin and something else? No, no. So it's a very strong. Turmeric okay. extract. It's actually a tiny pill. Okay. With the same benefit as those two. Tablespoon of turmeric, turmeric, and and the bioavailability for it because the key thing is the bioavailability of turmeric. Turmeric, and we must add about the usage of pepper with turmeric. Right, so pepper again increases the hmm. bodily metabolic rate. So as a result, it absorbs the turmeric. Hmm. So similarly, pepper to most supplements will absorb the supplement faster. Okay, and the, however, curcumin is absorbed in the presence of fat. So, like we know, vitamin D is a fat-soluble hmm. vitamin. The same way, curcumin is fat-soluble. So, adding ghee to your turmeric chai, adding hmm. pepper to your turmeric chai is what basically builds and pulls that curcumin out of the out turmeric. Out of the turmeric and helps the body absorb the benefits of, of curcumin. Of the curcumin. Yeah. So, experimenting with curcumin, I realized that I was like, I I make my own bone broth and I add a lot of curcumin, but that's not enough still. So, I've started taking curcumin supplements. I have started taking glycine. I have uh, doubled the dose of magnesium, and again, I'm figuring out how the whole magnesium game works because, like you know, there's so many forms and there's so many times to. Are you continuing with berberine? Not continuing with berberine. I just recently, from my this trip in Chennai, got more berberine. I've okay. given it a break, but I am restarting, and a lot more protein. Mm-hmm. a lot more magnesium inositol glycine anything that you would i mean everybody's different l carnitine yes glutathione glutamine mm-hmm. i do a lot of supplements it's kind of crazy i yeah yeah on one instagram live i took out my entire dabba of supplements yes <laughs> i have seen <laughs> ashton's collection of books and supplementation is a beauty to look at flexible <laughs> but it now is basically my gym bag huh. so my yes. gym bag is my supplements and yeah. whatever i need to put inside goes around with me wherever i yeah. go so that's the way that i've cracked this missing supplements problem yeah i recently met joe cohen mm-hmm. he is mr biohacker on social media and he has 100 supplements a day there you go so he cannot really carry the gym bag with 100 supplements because that itself would be like three gym bags so he had this beautiful box with sections in it and you in one because aajkal jo hame medicine pill milti hai usme aap ek ek hi rakh sakte ho at the most i think three four so he had this box like a protein shake box and they were deep sockets and every socket he could 
put 100 tablets. So every day after lunch or after dinner, he would take out the day stack and the night stack. So after lunch, obviously the day stack and after dinner, the night stack. And yeah, his supplementation game was right up there. Yeah, just imagine, and supplements are expensive, right? Just imagine the amount that yes. it takes to be yes. in that. Yeah. Amazing. Another supplement that I recently added was vitamin D. It's crazy mm. that I live in Goa and I literally go and sit in the sun and I'm a few shades darker and I love taking the sun and I was still low on vitamin D. Yeah. Can you imagine? It was crazy. I was quite surprised. I was like, then I need to tell people, I Goa mein aur itna dhup leti ho, phir bhi I'm low. What are you guys in cities yeah, doing? Please, like, you know. So that's something that we must look into and must include, you know, no matter what your blood work says. All right, we're going to come back to the podcast after a quick break. Welcome back to the Habit Coach Podcast. Let's continue. With- no, but that's also the thing, right? So many people go and sit in the sun after putting sunblock. Hmm. Oh, God. Right. So then you put the sunblock and then you want to go sit in the sun for the vitamin D. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. So you have to give that 20 minutes of no sunblock time followed by sunblock time in order for it to take place. I mean, ideally, there should be no sunblock time, but like there should be no sunscreen time. Correct. I haven't worn a sunscreen in years. Yeah. So. You know the funda of the sunglasses and sunscreen? Yeah, ideally you should not wear sunglasses in the day as well. Correct, yeah, correct. I don't. Right, so it's this thing, it's called sunglasses, but huh. ideally you should not be wearing them in the sun because they block the light of the sun onto your eyes. Yes. Which is what you need. Yes. Right, so there's so much that we need to tweak and we need to do these conversations, yeah, and yeah. put them out. I feel like sometimes I want to shake people up and there's this girl I met recently, she's from Canada and she's like, I wear sunscreen and go to sleep. And I was like, how do I explain this to her? Like, you know, so damaging. Like, why would you want to do that? And so there are all levels of people doing all levels of work. How do you explain like this is not how it should be? Next deadly book for you to read is Toxin Solution. Okay, I want to write all these things down. The autoimmune and the toxin solution. So basically the toxin one is crazy. It was one of the books that I stopped reading like 20% of the book. Oh really? It was just so scary, right? This is toxic, this is toxic, this is toxic, this is toxic. Mm. Everything that we were doing was toxic. Mm. Your chair is trying to kill you. Your this is trying to kill you, right? So it was that mentality. So I said, boss, it's trying to scare me. I'm not going to read this Hmm. book. Hmm. Then I went back slowly and read the entire book just to understand what aspect of the sofa is trying to kill me. Right? What aspect of this is trying to... And then you suddenly realize the amount of damaging toxins we have around us. Yes. And in the creams and things that we put in our body. Very good topic that you brought up. So basically, I... What's your skincare routine? You are glowing, Mega. Really? Thank you. I'm underslept and overworked. <laughs> <laughs> that is the secret. You've heard it here on the podcast. Undersleep, overwork and you'll have glowing skin. Today is one of those days where I'm in Bombay and trying to fit too many things so that I can go back to my cave in Goa. But low toxic load in my life, I have made that change for the last three years. I have not used a store-bought toothpaste for the last three years. What do you use? I make my own. How? Coconut oil mm-hmm. and peppermint oil and clove oil. And that's one. Another thing... But I've, just with oil you brush or you put a powder or something? These things are there in mm. it. Mm. Then the other one I have is there is this dant manjin that comes. It's black in color. So mm. it has activated charcoal and... Camphor, f- I think. Camphor. It has... I will give you cow dung. Mm. Ah, <laughs> lovely. So it has like some amount of cow dung and everything. And I mix that powder with coconut oil. Mm. So I just dip my toothbrush in it, a little bit of it and I'm good to go. Mm. And I get my dental checkup done every six months 
to be sure that what I'm doing because nobody else is doing this right. So we don't have evidence of whether this is going to work or not. Exactly. So I, yeah. yeah. So I have to keep checking so that if I tell others to do this, I know what I'm talking about. So no store-bought toothpaste. So you start your day with shit. So that nobody can add it to you afterwards. I love exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Like you've I've, finished all your bullshit for the day. Exactly. Mm. Like I'm unbreakable after what I've just done to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so that really works. So no store-bought toothpaste. I do not have a body wash. I do not have a body lotion. I do not have a store-bought face cream or oil. My skincare routine is a lot of pork fat internally and externally. Mm-hmm. So that really works for me. And So what do you use for soap? What do you use for shampoo? Shampoo and conditioner, I'm still using store-bought. I haven't been able to nail how to wash my hair and remove the oil that I love putting in a homemade shampoo. Correct. But So those are still and store-bought. And conditioner is difficult to find. Hmm. But conditioner, again, I've hacked a good recipe. Coconut milk hmm. with cooked rice, just grind it. And it's a nice smooth consistency and it's so nourishing for the hair. Our common friend has also been using it and she's loving it. Yeah. And she has great hair already. Mm. So that really works. I'm calling a common friend, we can use names on Okay, Sonia. <laughs> Yeah, she'll also be like, oh, they're talking about me. Yeah, yeah we're talking about Sonia. <laughs> so, shampoo, I've not been able to understand how. But I make my own body oils, I make my own face oils. And so I know what's going into my body through my skin, which is again, the largest organ that we have. So I am trying to do low toxic load on my body internally and externally. Yeah, that is the key, right? Hmm. So in the toxin solution, they say no more than four products on your body. Hmm. Right. So for a guy, it would have been shaving cream would be one. Hmm. Soap would have been one. Hmm. So you already shot your bolt on half of them, hmm. toothpaste a second. So you're done. Yeah. Right? So then what else? You get? Exactly. And to replace soap or body wash, I can give you a recipe. So we all make coffee at home, right? I mean, I have used up coffee that we brew from how the coffee grounds the coffee grounds so just that with coconut milk or coconut oil or just regular milk mix it up and that's a great scrub like my bathroom literally need something to take off that oil no no but why do you need to take the oil off huh, your skin you is nourished no the oil and the scrub mix karke you put it you wash it off it'll just leave a little bit of a sheen right mm. which is great because your skin is healthy that way and my bathroom actually looks more like a kitchen than the kitchen because there's salt, there's sugar, there's coconut oil, there's used up uh, coffee beans. And every day it's on my mood, pe ki, what do I feel like? Sometimes I'll just take the sugar and coconut oil and mix it and I'm good to go. Lovely. Sometimes I'll just do a salt bath, which everybody must do anyway because it's a great energy cleanse. And so, yeah, I don't have a body wash. My bathroom, exactly. Sesame seed oil. Yeah. Uh, oil pulling oil pulling ka, yeah. coconut oil is yeah. there then what is the other thing then there's almond oil mm. right, all the essential oils yeah. in the bathroom perfect exactly. that's what you need you don't really need much else if you just have all these things mm. so. I used to joke and say that my one travel hack mm. is wherever you go you carry coconut oil mm. right you forgot your brush huh. coconut oil pulling huh. correct you forgot hair gel coconut mm. in the hair mm. right you're hungry Eat the coconut oil. <laughs> it's like, do keto, everything coconut oil. You're totally talking my language. I literally just made a post day before about the one thing I never forget to carry is always coconut oil. In my coffee in the morning, on my face, on my body, in my hair, and even in the shower. So mm. when I'm traveling and I'm in the hotel, I'll tell them, give me a bowl of salt. And I keep that in the bathroom with the coconut oil. So that's my body wash. And 
like literally coconut oil is the answer to everything in my life love it and coconut tea yeah yeah coconut tea it's mm. such an interesting nut <laughs> <laughs> coconut milk to start the day lovely mm. all right coming back to the biohacking topic what else you're talking about plant medicine what is that yes i've recently started exploring with plant medicine which would be mushrooms which would be ayahuasca ceremonies and it's helped me a lot and i don't know if it's for everybody you have to be open to it and you have to explore it to see how your experience was and it's always it's not always going to be the same but i'm experimenting with these i want to eventually microdose with some of them and see how with mushroom or ayahuasca and still very new to it but loving what it's doing because if your mind and body are not connected it's no matter what you do it's not going to help so that's with plant medicine still a little new to it so still experimenting yes. with the plant medicine aspect of it lovely anything else on the horizon that you are excited about trying that's coming up soon mm. what about meditation and things like that do you meditate what is meditation really for everybody it's so different sometimes for me a meditation session can be a good nice workout sometimes it can be a hearty conversation with a friend because anything that settles you calms you according to me is meditation i honestly find it a little difficult to sit in silence for me it's more therapeutic when i'm able to have a good conversation with a friend or do a long walk in silence or a nice long drive or a good workout session so right now i'm experimenting with what meditation is and no i don't really sit alone in silence and no okay lovely so it's not sitting alone in silence but you're trying to explore different aspects of meditation hmm. through practices that you're doing through the day in any case hmm. lovely mega anything else that you want to say off the top of your mind because we're thinking of what else can we do biohacking wise nature a lot of earthing a lot of sun therapy if you are close to the beach a lot of you know sand water air sunshine salt therapy hmm. even our houses every single day we use a little bit of salt it could be your table salt it doesn't have to be the himalayan salt or the rock salt but some amount of salt in your sweeping the house mm. when you sweep the house aapne ek bar you know you broom it and then you sweep it so i always add a little salt in that i find that the energy of the house stays very pure and undisturbed so that is one thing i you know everybody has salt at home another thing i think we haven't really discussed is sleep mm. and it's such an important component such an underestimated healing tool that all of us have available readily and for me sleep hygiene is really important little things again using nature and body i have little practices that help me sleep better and post 6 pm i would never have overhead lights like whatever the eye level is i would have dimmed out lights and either have those mirchi lights or candles so that you slowly start giving your body the signal that it's time to go to sleep and that helps if you do have to use your phone because i understand you know 6 pm i cannot i don't do it i don't put my phone down at 6 pm and say ki bhai mai to 9 10 baje songi but i will not touch my phone it's not possible so if you can wear blue light blockers it will keep your circadian rhythm intact if you can use a little bit of lavender oil on your pillowcase it really helps you sleep better if you can take a sauna session red light therapy before your sleep time great if not that's okay but a warm shower with a little salt or without salt will help keep sleeping in a cooler room will help compared to sleeping in a warmer room and you'll always notice that you're well rested when the room is a little more cooler changing your bed sheets at least like within 3 days is important because we collect a lot of germs on the bed on the bed sheet and we don't often do that we forget to so it's important to keep changing the bed sheets recently i started using a silk pillow case it's easily available on amazon just type silk 
pillow case and it comes up a low cost investment but really good for your skin and hair and these kind of practices have really been helping me sleep better and when we sleep better everything works better i have noticed personally for me when i sleep better i don't crave carbs the next day my skin looks better my hair looks better my energy levels are higher i don't have brain fog i'm drinking enough water i have the energy levels to work out i have great muscle recovery when i'm sleeping well ideally we should be sleeping anywhere between 6 to 8 hours on a regular basis so that is important so these practices almost non negotiable for you 100% Amazing. And you sleep by what time? 9ish, 10ish? Yes, 9ish. 9ish? Yeah. Out. Yeah, like by 7:38 I'm not available to pick up calls or to have a conversation with mm. because I don't want anything to upset my nervous system at that point. I want to regulate my nervous system, you know, start preparing to go into sleep mode by 9:30. I would read something or I would, you know, maybe even scroll Instagram for 10-15 minutes. It's okay. It's my reset time. Not reset, sorry. My Downtime, down my downtime, mm. and by nine nine thirty, lights out. Amazing! I think this is fantastic. I love this conversation mm. with you, Mika. Thank you so much for coming down to the studio and recording this podcast with us. It's been a long time pending. Yes. It finally happened. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me over, Ashton. I have so much to learn from you. So it was good to exchange a few things I know, but I still have so much to learn from you. We have to geek out on this. <laughs> yes. Next trip to Goa, and please come. Please coming come. To come yeah, Bombay you more. come to Goa. It's better. The ice bath, sauna, everything. <laughs> everything is so much better there. Done, done, done. Okay, so Mika, are there places where people can connect and continue this conversation? Where can they learn all this fantastic stuff that you're doing? My social media handle is called Mika Gupta Official, and that's where I think we are reachable. Awesome! All right, thank you so much for coming. Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM Network. You can listen to us on ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashdin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to my website awesome180.com. Now, I have just published my first book. It is called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Please do check it out on Amazon and wherever else you get your books. 